Welcome. I'm Janessa Durrani, a personal development coach and a host of A Daily Practice. And this is my podcast, where each week in 20 minutes or less, I will share my tips, tricks, and hacks for dreaming big and implementing small to make the most of your busy days. Welcome back. Thank you to everyone that listened to my first episode all about starting. So now that I've started and you've started, let's get to the next concept that I talk a lot about, which is my goal for everyone, most specifically moms, because I think it's so hard for us to live a life by design. And what does that mean? What does life by design mean? Let's start with where design comes in the other parts of our life. So I want you just to close your eyes for a minute. Now, mind you, if you're driving, let's not shut our eyes. Or if you're cooking, but let's say folding laundry, I think you could probably do that in your sleep. So let's just imagine kind of walking through our own homes and think of the room that you love the most where you can go and that's your refuge, or it excites you, or it is just the place that you want to spend the most time in. What is it about that space? Is it eclectic? Is it spacious? Is it what combinations of things are there? Most likely it has artwork and accessories and and memorabilia from your life that you have curated over time that you decided you wanted there. It is furniture that you chose as a grown-ass adult as opposed to inherited from somebody else. It is a room that you created for you and your family but you get my idea. Now think of the first apartment that you ever had or your dorm room. I remember when I went to college a lot of years ago and my parents sent with me, my mom was so excited because she was going to get new furniture because I needed to take something with me to college. And it was the most atrocious. And I'm going to have to dig out a picture somewhere. We had a couch and love seat set that was white with orange, some sort of orange floral, or it might've even been like houses. Like it could have been, I just remember as white. Well, it had been white at one point, you know, and orange. And she sent the love seat with me to college and then she got to have all new. And I think of the fact that my mom was 40 when I went to college, whereas my kids, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be near retirement at this point when my kids go to college. But it was, it was something that I had taken from my mom. And so that is, think of that first apartment that you had where you got this rocking chair from your grandmother, a lamp from your mom this from the thrift shop, this from your roommate, and it's a cobbled together selection of things, all useful, 
all had been even more useful in their time. But now they are just fine, workable, but not something that you love and are attached to. That is how I want you to think of your life. Because I feel like over time, we have taken on and inherited all of these things into our life that we sometimes even forget where it came from. Like, how did I get to this place? Like, we wake up one day and we're like, what the heck? This is not what I had planned. This is not how I wanted to spend my days. This is not how I wanted to be showing up in the world. But we're in such a mode of got to get it done, got to get it done, got to get it done, that we don't give ourselves the time and space to even think about what we want our life to look like, let alone have the foresight and, and dream about what could be. Because we also now think about all these things that we're holding, all these things that are in our room of our, our life that are hard to let go of at this point. When I first took the leap from my corporate job to working for myself, and I have a degree in interior design, that was my first profession. And so when I went out on my own, I was like, even though I'd only ever done corporate work, I was like, I can do houses. And so I worked with a few women. Oy vey, I, that is, I could tell you stories. Like the woman, once I worked with a psychiatrist that we needed to go and get paint samples from Benjamin Moore. And she had to take two Ativan before we went because she was so stressed out about picking colors. That tells me so much about that profession, but I digress. So there was a woman, I went into her house and we're looking at her living room and so forth. And along her, um, her fireplace were all of these kind of trinkety, you know, like those little statuettes and so forth. And I was like, so what are these? She's like, oh, my mother-in-law gives me one every year. I hate them. And I was like, so why are they here? She's like, because my my mother-in-law gave them to me. I was like, okay, we aren't going to decorate by guilt. That isn't how this works. This is a room that you want to want to come into, that you want to stay in, that you want to have build memories in. Again, this is your life. Why are we holding on to something for guilt? That isn't going to serve us. So I want you to think about your life as that room. Where are you standing right now? What does it look like? What activities do you do to your children's do that you're required to do by your family in some concept? Required is a loose, a loose term here. What are the volunteer opportunities? What are all of the things that you do with your time that no longer fill you up or that you're holding on to because you feel guilty? Or you know that if you put it down, no one else is going to pick it up because that is not your problem. I know that you feel like it's your problem, but this is the concept. 
you need to have, you need to clean house. You need to redesign. You need to think of, think of this as your floor plan. I want you to get out a piece of paper after we're done here. And I want you to write down every possible thing that you do in your life. Opportunity. Are you playing? Are you making yourself stronger? Are you nourishing yourself? Do you have mindfulness? What is the work that you do? What is the good you do in the world? What is the love that you share with your family? What are the connections that you have with others? All of these pieces, their spirituality, there is, there is hobbies and passions and purpose and so forth. All of it, dump it onto a piece of paper. What is there? What is there? And then I want you to start looking at it as, do I love this? Do I need this? Am I holding on to this because of a should and not because of a want? And I really want you to look at those shoulds, guilts, not wanting to do, not bringing you joy, and start to let those go. Because you can't, it's just like you can't redesign this room with grandma's sofa. You just can't. It's never going to, you could match the paint color to it. You could get a rug that looks just like it, but it's still an uncomfortable, woolly, nasty, floral, and it's not of your choosing. So I want your life. And this is a process, my friends. This is not a one and done. That's one of the things that I share in one of my core beliefs. I believe everyone has the ability to get their life by design but it is a process because what you want right now is not what you're going to want in 10 years. So you have to keep being flexible, moving and shifting and so forth. So I just want you to look right now. What is it that's in your life that needs to go? What do you need more of? What do you need less of? And what do you need to let go? That is our question for this week. I really thank you so much for being here. I can't wait to hear what you came up with and really looking at your life in a new lens and looking at it objectively, not necessarily just when it's out on paper, you can just see it as it is and let go of the attachments to the people and to the feelings and to the so forth and just look at it as its thing. And then just remember that a few minutes of awkward and having to say the conversation with the person, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. You need to find someone else is better than a whole lifetime of regret and remorse and begrudging and the toll that it takes on you. So that's where I want to leave you for this week. And again, I would love for you to subscribe I would love for you to visit my community at Daily Practice because last week I opened the doors wide open. Every woman is welcome to come in and come in for free. Up until now, my Daily Practice community has only been open to those that are within my paid programs and that has changed. Doors are wide open. So I would love for you to join me there.